This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. You rotten bums! You overpaid winners! Listen Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Left side throw, and it's broken up in the end zone! Broken up in the end zone! Knocked down by Brashad Breeland! The Chiefs hold on down! According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpups. Crossover move, great move. Grace Pyle, left-handed finish is perfect. Everything happening in the sports world. Michelangelo, this is the day he died in 1564. Oh my gosh. Michelangelo, thank you so much. And even some things not happening in the sports world. Let's pack the place. Yeah. Come on. Why can't we pack the place? Steve's going to challenge it's people again. It's for the kids. Again. It's for the kids. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide, at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, getting himself ready for a big, big, big weekend, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. You look like a guy that would have played golf like in the 1958 Masters. Why is that? Something about your sweatshirt today. Polo. It kind of looks like you would have worn that. Kind of like Jack. Doesn't it kind of look like a Jack? A little bit. Something. You would have been on the 16th green at the Masters. Yeah. And going, yes, sir! Uh, that That's what you kind of look like. You've got the you've got the look there. I like that sweatshirt. Well, thank sweater. You. What, what should I call it? Well, it's a, sh- it's a shirt, but you don't tuck it. I guess it's a sweater because you don't tuck it in. So. Well, it's yellow. Yellow. It's canary. Looking, it's looking good. You're looking canary-like today. Yeah. You feel good today, Steve? Still just... Run down a little bit. Got to get through this week. <laughs> Got to. This is you know this has been a taxing week. It really has. You know with the Andover Central on Tuesday. I mean that took a lot of emotional juice out. And then wrestling last night to see the bullpups in the auxiliary gym where it's always. I was actually I got hot by the end of the night because it gets hot. Wow! It Look gets, at you. It gets hot in that auxiliary gym. You had a lot. Of, you know, place was packed. Uh, a lot of, saw some. My Lindsberg friends down there because Smoky Valley was one of the teams here. Easy wins for the Bullpups. Um, of course, Chapman and Smoky Valley didn't. They basically had half a team, both of them. So uh, pretty easy victories for the Bullpups. But they showed, you know, some of the stuff that can, it's going to make them a pretty good team this year. We'll find out more this weekend because today the McPherson wrestlers are out at Colby, and as well as tomorrow, I think they wrestled five duels. And then I think they maybe bracket them or something, like take them out of their pool, and then they – I think they wrestle two more after that. So I think they get like seven, six or seven matches in all, something like that. It sounds exhausting. Yes. Steve, I think the NFL MVP race – It's over. Is, is officially over. It's over. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Baltimore Ravens putting it on the New York Jets last night. Did you stay up to watch most of it? I saw it was 35 to – well, no. When they blocked the punt and returned it, that's when I went to bed. I was like 35-13 because I think the Jets missed the extra point. The only reason, you know, I I don't stay up very late at night. And the reason I did is because I had Mark Ingram going for me in my fantasy football. Oh, yeah. We're in the semifinals now. Mark Ingram, two touchdowns. And what really frustrated me, two more times they're down on the one-yard line. 
and they don't give him the ball. He could have had four touchdowns. I'd been on my way to the finals to maybe probably play Ole My. You know my buddy Ole My. Oh, yeah. Ole My. Ole My. Yeah. Ole My, play Ole My in the finals. Boy, would that be – would that conjure up a lot of old memories when Ole My and I used to go. Old yeah. memories of Ole My. Ole My. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, Ole My and I have had a lot of battles in fantasy football over the last – I think our league is 32 years old. And my and I, we've we've had a few. Do you battles. think old my likes being called old my? Everybody calls old my old my. How would you like it if I started calling you old Steve? Hey well, there, old Steve. Well, Coach Nichols calls me old man winner, so yeah, that's close enough. Yeah, but no, everyone knows old my. Well, Steve, I think that we saw last night in the NFL, the Baltimore Ravens have pretty much put themselves into the driver's seat. For punched, the number one seed. Punched their ticket to the Super Bowl. That, well, I really believe well, it. Well, easy there, Steve. There's a team out of Kansas City that I think is pretty dang good, too. There's a team in Houston or in Nashville that I think is not bad. Don't forget about the team that might be in Foxborough. But what is open is that number two seed. And for this Kansas City Chiefs team, this is a game this weekend against the Broncos. They are feeling good. They've got their rookie quarterback. He's a gunslinger. He went to Lee Summit High School, former Lee Summit Tiger, going back to Kansas City. Steve, this is a game that I don't think the Chiefs can afford to lose. No. If you lose to the Bears, I think you can live with it. It's not a good loss, but at least you're on the road. Yeah. It's probably bare weather at Soldier Field, cold, windy, maybe snowing. Maybe snowing Sunday in Kansas City. Well, that's right, too. But if then if you lose in Week 17 against the Chargers, it, it might not even be in play at that point. They might not even be able to get to the two-seed if New England wins the next two weeks. Right. So the next two games, it, it's not crucial to me. But I really do think that for the Chiefs to have a shot at that number two seed and a chance to be at home and, more importantly, get the bye, I think they've got to win this week. Oh, I think so, too. I, I really do. And I... Because, you know, I've always said often the Super Bowl winner isn't the team that's the best team. It's the team that's the hottest team. Remember the year that Baltimore had Trent Dilfer at quarterback? I don't know if you remember that. You're probably – I don't remember it, but I know it happened. Trent Dilfer. I think I was five years old. It it was like 2000. 2000. Was it 2000? Was it that long ago? Yes. Yeah, Trent Dilfer. That's right because Flacco was there a long time. But Baltimore wasn't the best – you know, Ray. They had Ray Lewis and Ed Reed on defense, and Terrell Suggs, and you know they were tremendous defensive football team. Defense wins championships, and that's what they lived on. But the hottest team, quite often, is the one that wins the Super Bowl, not the best team. Well, I know that the Ravens would probably be considered the hottest team oh, in the AFC West, right now. They're the hottest team in the NFL, but. I think Tennessee is starting to make its case for hottest team in the AFC. They have been playing pretty well defensively. They have been pounding the ball on the ground. Derrick Henry has been an absolute monster the last few games. He's on my fantasy football team. Well, then you need him to have another nice weekend. I know, I do. I'm counting on it. I would say Ravens 1, Titans 2 for hottest in the AFC. Oh, okay. Okay, Not the best, Okay, but hottest teams in the AFC. And I think you could put the Chiefs up there at number three. Yeah. I think the Chiefs are playing well. They've won four or five, I believe. Defensively, they have been solid. Yeah. And that's what this team needs to be doing. They need to be peaking defensively at this time of year, playing well. And I think that when you look at the Bears game, the Bears are not a terrific throwing football team. No. 
the Chargers in Week 17. They have not been a terrific throwing football team this year. It might be Phillip Rivers' last stand. Might be his last game as an NFL quarterback. He might get washed out of the league. Who knows? They might turn things over to Tyron Taylor by that point. But what Denver has been the last couple of games is a good passing team. And that's why I think this Sunday is a really big test for this team. Now, beginning of the year, when the Chiefs saw the Broncos and they had... Joe Flacco. Rubber arm Joe Flacco back there. Joe Joe the statue. <sighs> that was a bad day for the Broncos. Yeah. That was not an offensive threatening team. But right now, Denver is threatening offensively. Right now, Denver is very solid defensively. And I really do think that this is a monster game for this Chiefs team in terms of momentum going forward, trying to keep pace. And if they want to be the two seed, I think they've got to win this game. And you know what's concerning to me? If you look at the last couple games the Chiefs have played, Patrick Mahomes hasn't been very good. He's been hurt and dinged up and yeah, but hurt hands. I know, but he's he's just not – I know he's had injuries, but everybody has injuries at this time in the year. He's not been very good. What he, He's had like two touchdown passes the last two weeks maybe, something like that. But they need to get that offense – Firing again on all cylinders, and I think it starts. They've got to start running the football a little more. I think they've just relied so much on Mahomes to make plays. They've gotten away from the running game. Maybe with Spencer Ware back now, you know, to have him in the backfield, I think he's a sledgehammer. And I I think that was a very astute move when they picked Spencer Ware back up. He knows the offense. He catches the ball well out of the backfield. He's just a he's a pro's pro. They still got Shady back there, you know carrying the ball like a loaf of bread. He still makes a few decent runs every now and then. But I, it's December. You've got to start running the football in December. Steve, I want to get your rankings in your head of teams you would least like to play in the playoffs if you were the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to give you the list, and then okay. we'll, then I'll, I'll let you rank them Okay. one through six. Okay. Houston. Well, we'll say one through five. Houston. Tennessee. Baltimore. New England, Buffalo. I want you to rank those one through five, one being the team you would want to play the most right now. Uh, Buffalo. Just because Josh Allen doesn't throw the ball very well, and uh, they don't. their offense just isn't very good. I, okay. just think, I think Kansas City can outscore them. I think you're going from the most to least you want to play. Yeah. I think New England. I think New England, too, as well. New England just looks like a shot football team to me. Their defense has carried them a long way. And and I, I just – Tom Brady doesn't strike the fear in you anymore because he doesn't have any receivers either. So, offensively, they're not very good. Then, what, well, you got two left? Three left. Three left. Baltimore, Houston, Tennessee. Houston would be my next one um, because, you know, defensively they've had some struggles. Then I go Tennessee. Tennessee scares me. Because Tennessee is scary. The Chiefs are not good against the run, and Ryan Tannehill is just on fire. They're hot. And, you know, I talked about just a little earlier, hot football teams sometimes, you know, are can make and can win the Super hot Bowl. Hot football, hot plate, yeah, hot team. Yeah, Tennessee and then Baltimore. I don't think the Chiefs can beat Baltimore now. I know they beat them in week three, I believe it was. Right now, to me, Baltimore, for one thing, Baltimore is averaging over 200 yards a game rushing. And they're built for December. Lamar Jackson, can, can you just imagine Lamar Jackson, now that he's gotten his – Legs under him. Because, you know, early in the year, he was still kind of feeling his way around in week three. He is brimming with confidence. He could take off. He could go for like 130 on the ground against the Chiefs. 
Baltimore is a team you do not want to play. But remember, who is Lamar Jackson never beaten? Well, was he 0-2 against the Chiefs? He's 0-2 for 2 yeah. against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. He's never beaten Kansas City. And remember, every time he's played them, it's the bad Chiefs defense. Yeah. He hasn't gone up against this Chiefs defense yeah, that's playing well right now. Yeah, he hasn't gone up against the Chiefs either when he's playing with this much confidence. We'll see. Yeah. Big one this weekend, Steve. Big, big. Chiefs, Broncos, Sunday, noon. Mitch will be all jacked up. Oh, he'll be so all over Mitchell. Mitch and Mitchell. All the Mitches. They'll they'll be ready to go. (laughs) Steve, let's take our first break. When we come back, let's talk about the Bullpups tonight. Let's do it. Making the trip down to Derby. We'll have to figure out where we want to eat. There you go. We'll do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. We're back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE, getting ready for another busy night of high school basketball tonight, Steve. We are in basketball mode, making our way through this December month of the schedule. Game number three for both McPherson teams on the road at Derby tonight, and these are two really good Derby teams that are coming off of really big wins, and I won't try and mislead anybody here that the Derby girls beat Arc City 81-21, I won't mislead here that Arc City is not a very good team. Not good. And then you might have seen the score that said that the Derby boys beat Arc City 86-30, to and you might have said, holy well, that, cow. That comes with a disclaimer. And that one comes with a really big disclaimer that I think 10 or 11 of Arc City's players were all suspended for the game. They had to, they had to play basically their freshman team because they canceled. I think they canceled the JV game too, and they had to play their freshman team against Derby's Havoc defense. Oh, my. And it didn't go very well as Derby forced 31 turnovers in the game. So a couple of disclaimers. They're not taking anything away from Derby. But if you see the scores and you go, oh, my gosh, they killed them. Well, those are part of the reasons why. But these two Derby teams, to me, are very intriguing. The Derby girls lost a ton from last year. You mentioned Tori Alford, who is at Hutchinson Community College, was an All-State player. Let's not forget the first ever McDonald's All-American on the girls' side in the state of Kansas, Kennedy Brown, who's now at Oregon State, who is number four in the country, is 8-0, and she's scoring 10 points per game with seven rebounds per game. So you lose those two really big guns. But this Derby team has reloaded. If we're talking about weapons, they have reloaded. They are not only very good in terms of the seniors that they have back, some of the other players that they have back, but they also have two... Very, very, very good freshmen that are going to make an immediate impact. One of them scored 18 points the other night. This is going to be a very tough Derby team going into this game tonight. Well, Coach Stratman uh, told me that the two freshmen for Derby are already on the watch list of Division One coaches. They're already checking them out. You know, remember... They start recruiting in the eighth grade anymore. You know, college well, especially is... on the girls' side, Steve. Yeah. And, and the boys' side is still very similar recruiting-wise to what it would have been 30 or 40 years ago. That right. it really doesn't heat up until that junior year. Yeah. But in a lot of girls' sports, 
It starts early, well, Kennedy especially Brown, for the big ones. Kennedy Brown's replacement is her sister, her little sister, who from reports we've been getting is going to be the second coming, maybe even better than Kennedy Brown. And then they have a girl, I believe, named Archer. Marin Archer. And I think she's a transfer. Imagine that. Transfer from Hutchinson, I believe she is. And I think she's the one that had, what, 18 points? 18 points. 18 in And she open. is the one that is the really heralded player right. out of this freshman class. And just class. look who they got back. They still have Sidney Nillis, who has been a four-year player. Signed to go to Newman. They've uh, The Shomp, or Champ. Shomp. Shomp. Jody, is it Jody? Jaden. Jaden. You're getting close. Yeah. But she's six foot two, very athletic, and uh, the Bullpups, of course, very short-handed without a couple starters. And then on the boys' side, Steve, this is a derby team that I wouldn't call them the greatest basketball team ever. I wouldn't say that they line up with the 10 best basketball players you've ever seen, but they have 10, 12, 14 really, really, really spectacular athletes that are able to score. They are able to put a lot of pressure on teams. And last year, this was a seven-win basketball team, and they had a ton of guys that were dinged up throughout the year. They've got a terrific player in Trey Washington who was their number one running back the last couple years and, of course, a part of two undefeated state championship football teams. But they bring back a ton of guys that have played. And remember... Derby had seven wins or six wins at the end of the regular season. Right. They had to go up and play the number one team in 6A West, Topeka, at their place, first game of the playoffs. And, oh, they just won 62-26. to Yeah. But this is a team that, although they are not the greatest basketball team, they are able to put pressure on you. They are able to score in different ways. They are able, and we saw it last year in a 44-42 game, they're able to make a game ugly. Their defense is their offense. uh, The majority of their baskets come on steals. The Bullpups are going to have to be strong with the basketball. I know it's it's just like, it's just, uh, you remember Nolan Richardson's Arkansas teams? Woo pig. Yeah. Well, just think of that. They, they press the whole game. They bring traps, double – they call it the Havoc defense, and he just rotates guys. Uh, uh, Brett Flory, our good friend Brett Flory, used to be at Valley Center, uh, good guy. He just rotates guys. They'll play 14 guys. But you have to remember, all the most, almost every guy on his team, they've been a winner. Right. In other sports. and In particular, football. Football, <laughs> yeah. So, now, that I believe they've got a couple guys maybe out tonight. Right. A couple of their good players. But they've got so many players, it really doesn't matter. And they're fairly young, yeah, it's, too. Yeah, it's, it's an interchangeable team. The Bullpups are coming off their emotional win over Andover Central, where I thought they were just fantastic. It's going to come down to one thing. Can the guards handle the basketball? Will the Bullpups be able to keep – I, I really believe they win the game if they don't turn it over more than 15 times. When I think that this team, too, Steve, is playing with a lot of confidence right now after that game against Andover Central. Against Andover, there wasn't a lot of confidence. No. And, and that's part of what happens when a team shoots 15 out of 24 from three against you. You lose some confidence. You say, man, we boxed out. We played great defense, and they yeah. still made a 25-foot shot. Yeah. But this team's got confidence now. They said, hey, we can go on the road and beat Andover Central – why can't we go on the road and beat Derby? And I think this team feels good going into tonight. And what an emotional stretch of games for the McPherson boys because, you know, they beat Andover Central, the number one team, defending state champion. You get Derby tonight. Tuesday, you got Bueller 
your big arch rival coming to town. Then you got to go to Winfield. To Winfield right before Christmas. Who wants to make that drive? Yeah. I don't like going to Winfield. I used to never go to Winfield when I when I was at the newspaper. That was one that you just revolted and said, "I am not going." I, I would listen to the game, and and Coach Kenneman and Coach Strathman would call me just because that was such a long trip, and I had an early deadline. So, uh, well, that that was really like the only game I didn't go to all year. Every you know year. what it sounds like you were, Steve. Lazy. No, I was going to use a word that Coach Kinneman sometimes uses. Soft. Soft. It sounded a I little was, soft. I was a little soft. I'll oh, to... I can't go down to Winfield. Ooh, I just got to sit back but the here thing and was get the, the story. Game, that was during a stretch where every time the Bullpups would play Winfield, boys and girls, they were like 40-point games. So basically it was a box score and quotes type of game. So It still sounds like you were soft. the S word. Yeah, I was, I was pretty soft. All right, we'll take one more break, Steve. Preview what's coming up this weekend. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Wrapping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve, I hear that you have a gripe with some of the Christmas music that is being played. What, what do you need to hear? Do you hear what I hear? I love that song. That's the song that will get you inspired oh, and yeah, feeling that, good in the holiday oh, spirit. Yeah. yeah, I like that song. What other songs get you in the holiday spirit? I like um, uh, We Three Kings of Orient Are. Bearing <laughs> Gifts, We Travel. Well, let's home. hear a little bit of it. I No, I don't sing. What about any Elvis Christmas music? Are you in on that? No. Why not? Do you I, not like the king? I, I, oh, I, oh, no. Steve doesn't like the king. The king's all right. I'll, I'll t- there's, there's some good king songs. for. What about Blue Christmas? Well, is it different white Christmas? <laughs> you I don't know, know Blue Christmas I don't by know. Elvis? No, I don't know. Oh, yeah, okay. I, yeah, didn't know good what, one. I didn't know that's what it's called, so... What'd you think it was called? Well, I don't pay attention to the words. Red Christmas? Well, I don't know. Elvis Christmas? <laughs> I'm sure there, I'm sure there's a lot of albums. Oh, I'm sure there are. Any other Christmas songs that stand out to you? I'm see, I'm a spiritual man. So Spiritual man. I am a very spiritual man. I like the old time Christmas songs, Joy to the World. He has Hark, his hymnal in front of him. Hark the Herald Angels sing. I love all those kind of songs. I like the song by the Eagles. I think they're really depressed Hotel about Christmas. Hotel California? No, it, oh. that one's a little different. I don't oh. I don't know if that one's at Christmas time. Okay. It, the Eagles, it's like, I'll be home for Christmas or please come home for Christmas. I like that one. Okay. But What about some newer renditions of songs? Like if Taylor Swift dropped an album of Christmas music, would you listen to it? No. Michael Buble, you like him? Don't know who he is. Come on, Steve. I don't know who he come is. Come on. Michael Buble, he's the king of Christmas. I don't know. Well, go back into your office, start up YouTube, and just type in Michael Buble Christmas album. Buble? Buble. Buble. B-U-B-L-E. Oh, okay. I, I never heard of him. <laughs> or maybe you could say bubbly. Bubbly? Okay. But Michael Buble. Go go look him up. All You'll right. like him. Okay. Steve, enjoy your weekend. All right. Avoid the snow. I know. We could have snow tomorrow. That's not good. Stay warm. I will.
Maybe some pizza tonight. Dylan Sherwood of the Salina Journal says we need to go to Taliano's Pizzeria in Derby. Okay. You think you can handle that? I think so. Can the pistol handle it? <laughs> you never know. I bet P- he can. Pistol can eat. That guy can eat, boy. Wrapping up today's show for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tonight from Derby. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.